Yo, 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 what's going on everyone? It's Dr. Jordan Seda coming to you live from New York City. Are you ready to go to health and back? All right, let's get it. Welcome to Health and Back, a podcast run by a physical therapist focused on fitness, performance, and mindset tools for success. And now, here's your host, Dr. Jordan Seda. Wonderful people, thank you for coming back. I wanted to take this opportunity to first of all, thank you all for listening to my podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it so far. The feedback I've been getting has been massive and I wanna keep it rolling. So without further ado, my guest this morning is a good friend of mine. Uh, you might've heard him on podcasts that I was on for him uh, and my voice was all over his airwaves. So now he's about to be all over my airwaves. Mr. Rich Sabata. What's what up, on? what up? What up, what up? Uh, yo, how's life, man? I know that, uh, so for everyone to know, Rich just had to clean up his dog's explosive diarrhea. Uh, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's a fun, it's a fun way to start um, the, like the beginning of the week when you come home from the gym, you're like, oh, I have plenty of time, I'm gonna get ready for the podcast. And then you open your, your dog's crate and you see, you see a mess essentially. So it's good. Uh, it's a, a pleasant visual, I'm sure, for all of the listeners oh, yeah. out there. And if you're actually watching this, uh, well, you don't have to actually see it. So you're spared yeah. on that regard. Anyway, so talking about the gym, because uh, how I got acquainted with you is, I want to say near the middle of your journey, although the middle of your journey would be towards the beginning, because your journey towards fitness seems like it's going to be a lifetime one, which yeah. I am certainly on board with. But Tell me, I know a lot about you, but people may not know where you are in your fitness journey and where you started. So can you like do a brief synopsis of what brought you to where you are today and where you started? Uh, yeah, man. So, I, you know, I, I always like to preface with, I, I was never a health and fitness type of person. Uh, I spent most of my life pretty overweight at my heaviest. It was probably, 334 pounds is, is like the first time I had weighed myself, um, at, you know, at my heaviest. Um, and as a kid, you know, I never participated in any sports or, or anything like that. And, you know, I found myself at a point in my life where I was incredibly depressed and kind of just down on my luck. I uh, had just broken up with a long-term girlfriend. You know, my career wasn't really going anywhere. I was broke as hell. Um, I, you know, to, to be quite, quite honest, the, the realization I, I, I came to recently was that I was like suicidal. Like I, I did not see, uh, a purpose to life. And I think that that reflected in the way that I took care of myself or lack of taking care of myself. Um, and, you know, I found myself one night, uh, the story I always tell people, um i had just eaten an entire pizza um and i was drinking like a couple of strawberries because that's all i could afford because i was broken i was just like looking to get drunk and i i, I kind of had this this moment where i was like like what the fuck are you doing? can i curse <laughs> oh this um, is, it's encouraged 
Oh, good, good. I was like, what the fuck are you doing with your life, kid? Like, what, what is what is going on? What is happening? Um, how did you let yourself get to, to this stage and to this point? And sort of at the same time, my brother um, was about to get married. And we would watch a lot of pro wrestling together. And we were watching a WrestleMania together. Um, and there was a big dude, like big, you know, still kind of a fat dude on TV, but he was moving around pretty good. And uh, yeah, I told my brother jokingly, I was like, oh, you know, I, c- I can move like that guy. And my brother being what brothers are was like, yeah, right. Like you can never, you know, move around or do anything. And so I think it was a combination of getting clowned around by my brother, um, finding myself at sort of this point. I, I looked at myself and I was like, all right, I need to find an outlet to feel good. I need to find an outlet to uh, find some kind of balance in my life because I, I need to fight for something. Uh, I need to find something to latch on to, to, to be able to keep going. And I kind of slowly just like started going, going to the gym. I had signed up for, for uh, you know, a Blink Fitness. That was the closest thing that was near me. And I kind of just started going, you know, a couple times a week, you know, here and there. And again, it, the the point and and outlet of it was to get that kind of like emotional release. And it was I didn't really know what I was doing at first, um, and for actually quite a long time. Um, but what what had started happening as a consequence of me starting to feel good, I started noticing that I was dropping some weight. And um, the workouts became a lot easier. The uh, the motivation to go to the gym was there because one, I was seeing results, but two, I I was getting that emotional satisfaction of of having that specific release. And you know, a hundred thirty pounds later, uh, in my weight loss journey, I was like, oh, holy shit! I really love this fitness stuff, and I really um, like doing this stuff in in my my formal time and so so since then i i had been trying to figure out like my space and fitness because i i want to share what i found in myself with other people and so um over the past year i took weightlifting a whole lot more seriously than than i had done in the past uh and i also uh got my certification in personal training so that i could help other people uh, find that in themselves and I can help coach people, not necessarily to be the strongest person alive, not necessarily to be a bodybuilder, but so that they can find that inner most healthiest version of themselves. Um, the way that I was able to do so in my journey. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I think one of the reasons why I am drawn to you as a friend and now a colleague as a personal trainer is because of that drive that connection to, because this is not something that you do because you feel like you need to do. You found a greater purpose to fitness. And I think when you're able to connect with fitness like that, and then want to share that experience with other people, it's a beautiful thing for people to see that it's possible if you are able to find a person who's help, who's able to guide you that understands where you're coming from, but also helping you find the right tools in the fitness world, because you go into a gym and you could be completely lost if you absolutely know nothing. Right. But to have someone who understands you and can guide you, help you find 
like which machines, which exercise equipment, uh, whether it's HIIT training, whether it's boxing or something, helping you find like what makes you happy and what's going to keep you getting after it. It's amazing. But also uh, thanks to Rich's brother for spurring this journey on. Uh, brothers are amazing, uh, but Rich's brother is an OG, so shout out to him. And uh, if you want to hear more about Rich, uh, I, actually, I should save that part to the end. So we'll, okay. we'll get we'll get there to the end. But <laughs> uh, but you're you're a trainer now. You're a yeah. trainer now, and it's kind of I can't say I didn't see this coming because I huh? you definitely had the desire and the inquisition. You're basically like a leech towards me and like squeezing <laughs> all of my possible knowledge out of me. Yeah. And even still, I'm I'm grateful that you still consider me a valuable resource to ask questions but yeah, now that you're training other people like you yeah. like you wanted to share what are you learning about yourself and what are you learning about coaching in general uh yeah i think what i'm learning about myself is that especially when when you're first starting out in in the fitness business like it takes a lot of patience right because you you aren't gonna like walk into a gym or even walk onto Instagram and be like, here I am, come work with me. And a million people are gonna fl you know flood their their way towards you. Um, people don't necessarily like you know give a shit about where you come from or your journey necessarily. Some people do, right? Like some people in your close network might, but a majority of people um, are are looking for that solution for their problem, um, and they don't necessarily immediately care about the way you solved your problem they're looking for that specific solution so i'm learning that i have to be patient with the process um and i have to be strategic about how i um position myself as a coach um but also like i'm i'm learning a lot about all right now that, I, that i'm a coach i know i have all this knowledge but there's also so much more to learn um and you know i i can't look at myself and say all right i know everything just because i was able to to go through this big journey just because i'm certified now right like now i'm looking at looking for different opportunities where i can learn new skills both from an exercise standpoint but also from a nutrition standpoint um and looking at where i can start plugging in uh knowledge gaps or even start filling in with uh other things that i'm interested in heavily um and then what I'm learning about people as well is that, you know, people uh, care a lot about their health, um, but people often also get frustrated with the journey. They get frustrated with the process. And obviously, like, I, I was there, right? So, like, I, I fully get that. And I think oftentimes, especially when people are first starting out, they're a lot more likely to give up on their goals and, and they're because they, they think about the grandiose task ahead um rather than breaking it down into sort of smaller um bits and pieces for their journey yeah i absolutely feel that i um you know people i think who are listening know about my background but even though my fitness journey is long i i nibble at smaller tasks along the way to sort of uh, keep me interested but also yeah. i think it's very helpful to suck at things and learn yes. new ways to to move and to think so i think like i don't know if you saw yesterday i went tra i was on a trapeze i did not see that now <laughs> it's pretty crazy like to think that i would try something like that but 
it took a lot for me to go for and the, and the uh the coach who i hope fingers crossed will join me on the podcast someday mm-hmm. uh if he's out there listening call to action kyle let's do it but um i wanted to muscle my way through the trapeze because i'm so mm-hmm. strong and he's like dude like you shot your legs up so much that you actually like overshot it and you screwed up instead of just letting momentum take you because it really is just a a timing and coordination task versus a muscle like a a strength task which i'm accustomed to so learning how to appreciate movement from that perspective Mm -hmm. and like being comfortable being upside down while something is swinging it's like wow you know i i love doing new things but also like I never would have thought to do that, but also hmm. challenging myself to like, okay, I, I mastered this skill. Now what's next for me? And just dabbling. Uh, it, it's a lot of fun. You learn a lot just by trying new things and, and appreciating that it's hard, but there's a lot to learn. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I'm finding myself in a position where I'm trying to learn so many different skills um because if someone comes to me with a specific goal i want to be able to help that person with with mm-hmm. that goal to, to the degree that i can right like i'm not going to be an expert in everything but i want to have a little bit of knowledge um in everything um as an example right like when, when um you know i obviously had worked with with you in the past with, with you as my coach um and i learned a lot about powerlifting from you um, and a lot of that stuff, and even just about powerlifting, but pain management, I all those things I still incorporate into my routine. And now I'm trying to actually learn a little bit of bodybuilding because that's not necessarily in my expertise, and that's not in my in my wheelhouse. And now I'm spending the next couple months putting myself through a traditional like bodybuilding style routine, and like just so I can be able to answer those types of questions for someone. Um, if they have that, if they come up. Oh, I didn't, I thought you were doing it so that if I see you in the gym, I might want to think twice about, uh, messing with you. (laughs) I mean, that too, that too, right? Like this is an aesthetics, uh, business. And so looking good is a part of it. (laughs) But to everyone out there, he already has someone to rub oil on him for competition. So Jesus, (laughs) just, (laughs) I am married. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. How's that going? Uh, it's good. It's good. It's funny. I, I doesn't feel that different from being engaged or, or living with my significant other. I think part, the, the one thing that has changed, right. Is like, once you have committed to someone, you realize like, oh, there's no, there's no easy way out of this. Uh, right. Like you, it is your way of saying I am devoting myself to working through whatever it is that we have to work through. Um, and working through like the big problems, the small problems, um, and, and finding a solution for everything, um, and finding the middle ground on a lot of things, because it's not necessarily always about compromise, but it's, it's also about, um, learning to communicate where the give and take is for, for each sort of thing that you deal with. But I love her. She, she's great. She's, she's a great support system. And now that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm devoting a lot more time to growing my business. She's been incredibly supportive in knowing that like, all right, like you're going to be a lot busier in the evenings and the mornings. Um, and she, and she's really great about pushing me and making sure that I am doing what's right by, by my goals. And I think that that's everything that you can ask for in a partner. 
Sounds like relationship goals, man. Yeah. Yeah. She's what? Yeah. Yeah. Jessica, shout out to uh, OG wife. OG, OG wife. wife. <laughs> but yeah, so talking about, you know, cause we, we got connected because you did hire me as a coach and I think yeah. every coach needs coaching. Like yes. Even I, when I need physical therapy, I'm a physical therapist, but I see one of my colleagues to get an objective perspective on my situation. Cause I usually can't fix things myself. Uh, not all the time. Sometimes I can, but otherwise not. So you're on this journey of trying to grow a business and you can obviously go about it yourself and the yeah. learning curve is going to be long, but I think a coach can give you a clearer perspective on where to go. So you hired one recently and tell me a little bit about how that's going, what you're learning. Yeah. Yeah. So I hired a business coach, um, this organization called NLCA, um, this, uh, this dude, um, chat Molyneux, who's, uh, he has a, a podcast called the fit CEO. Sorry for the free promo. Uh, <laughs> um, but you know, I discovered him, uh, because he's actually a, a accredited through, um, NASM, uh, one of the, um, personal training accreditation organizations, um, for business coaching. And, you know, a lot of what I'm learning about one is like how to structure a business, right? Like I want to, if I want to take this thing full time, I have to learn one, how to like do my taxes, how to file for my LLC, how to organize, um, all of my systems in the background so that as a business, everything is running smoothly. Um, they give some like good platform suggestions in, in terms of like, you know, if you're coaching, like which, which programs to use, what softwares, uh, but I'm also learning a lot about, and, and funny enough, like I, in my full time, I work as a marketer for a major airline. Um, but the kind of marketing that I do is like, you know, spending millions upon millions of dollars. Um, but it's very different when you're trying to market yourself with a lot more of a limited budget. Um, so like learning a lot about that, like grassroots social media, like lead generation and getting to people and putting yourself out there in a completely different way. So um, I'm still in the very beginning process of that, but it's been incredibly valuable so far because it's put a lot of things into perspective. I also think what they do actually really well is um, they have an entire community of coaches that have done really well for themselves um, through their program and uh, they they're able to put together um, you know uh, sort of different tiers of, of of their coaching so from a um, beginner coach to someone who's you know already making you know tens of thousands of dollars a month on online coaching um, and helping each of those levels continue to grow so it's it's an incredibly valuable tool um and i hope to continue to, to, to grow with it well it sounds like you're you definitely are on the right track i of course there's a jackhammer in the background if i don't know if you can hear that but that is really frustrating welcome to new york uh the concrete jungle where they are hammering concrete right now uh but yeah going back to your point uh you're certainly on the right path because it took me a while to realize that a coach was something that I needed. I'm a very yeah. prideful person, uh, less so now, much less so than I used to be, where I felt like I had this chip on my shoulder. Uh, if anyone knows about my background and how I came up, I felt like I had a point to prove. And sometimes even still, like being a kid from a you know, lower middle class neighborhood, ending up going through Columbia, where, and then making it through there, I felt like I had to really make a name for myself and do it myself. 
but then you have to realize after a while that it's okay to channel other resources, it's okay to ask for help. Uh, and when I got to that point, I think I was able to manifest better energy and I was able to provide a better service to my clients because now it's, I'm not, un it's not a me against the world mentality anymore. Right. And that was a huge uh, relief for me. Right, man. And I think you know, the, the hard part, I think for a lot of people, um, is and and I'll say that I I was very guilty of this, especially in my in my fitness journey too. So it's applicable from this perspective, um, to put your ego to the side, right, and to say I need to learn this skill because I don't have the full scope of knowledge that I need, right? And especially for me as a marketer, um, you know, it took a lot of like, you know self-realization to realize like no kid you like you need to hire someone if you want to be able to to do this well and learn all the skills you need to learn and it can't just rest on the no i have this other knowledge set for my profession because it's actually a completely different skill set that i need than what i'm actually doing on a day-to-day -day basis and from a from a fitness perspective right like i thought i knew how to lift weights beforehand and then i started working with you and i was like holy shit i'm like a approaching this the completely wrong way and i need to think about this a little bit differently and 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 you know those lessons are incredibly valuable because there's a lot of folks um in any aspect of life right that that you think you have the the full picture and the full knowledge and sometimes working with someone else gives you that different perspective to be able to look at yourself and say all right like this is a skill i have to learn this is a skill i have to get stronger at uh and here's how i get stronger at that with that guidance yeah sorry i'm like between muting and unmuting because of the jackhammer <laughs> in the background but uh yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm glad to see where you're at with your lifting journey right now. It's kind of crazy that every single one of my friends right now is lifting heavier than I am. And I used to be the guy pushing like heavy 400 pound deadlift triples. And now it's like, oh, I occasionally like do gymnastics and stuff and can still lift pretty heavy, but all my friends are stronger than me and I love it. Oh yeah, it's not your priority right now, right? Like it's all about like what what your specific priority is. Like I think capoeira is a lot more of your priority now than it might have been even last summer. And yeah, a thousand a thousand percent, a thousand percent, and uh, and that's a journey of it in and of itself. Uh, but that will be for another day. Anyway, Rich, uh, because you've dropped 130 plus pounds and i've seen the before picture i've seen it so i know that <laughs> i mean he still did look decent in a tux at the because that's the picture i remember yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh so you clearly have discovered the the key or at least relative to you keys to success in being persistent and consistent about maintaining your your goals and a routine so what would you tell someone out there who wants to or is, is like scared to go on a fitness journey or is an unsure, like what would be the way to go about it in your, from your perspective? Yeah, I think the first thing you have to address is, is what you're putting into your body. Um, that is, is sort of the number one, right? Because when we think about um, weight loss, boils down to calories in, calories out, right? At, at, on the, the basic level. But what does that actually mean? I think a lot of people want to turn to the ketos, the whole thirties, the, you know, the, 
that one thing that could give them healthy eating for a month or two. Um, and then that's, that's sort of it. Uh, the way I like to think about it is try to discover ways that, that you can be flexible in, in your eating. Um, try to think about ways that you can make it work for you and that you can make gradual sustainable changes, right? Like take the chance to learn about macronutrients, take the chance to learn about, um, you know, what your, your basic metabolic rate is, um, take, take the chance to, um, learn about even some, some, some basics about how to measure food, how to weigh food. Um, some of the tricks around, um, you know, palm sizes for, a, a, you know, a portion of protein or et, et cetera. There's, there's lots of different ways that, that you can actually be incredibly flexible in, in how you, um, build your meal plans and, and build your, I'm trying not to use the word diet because I hate that word. Um, but, but building how you eat every single day that would still allow you to be healthy and that would allow you to implement uh, sustainable changes for, for the long term. And there's lots of different ways. There's lots of different tricks. I'll, I'll share this one with everyone. Um, there's this great website um, called uh, Eat This Much. Uh, it's a uh, nutrition tool that gives you a meal plan based off of a calorie goal. So if you happen to know what your calorie goal is, and, and there's lots of great tools out there um, that help you set a calorie goal. Um, but if you know your calorie goal, it'll spit out for you like into however many meals you want. Um, a, a meal plan that would help with that. Uh, if you want five meals, six meals, three meals, etc. And it's also great because it accommodates for vegan, vegetarian, paleo, any other kind of diet that, that might exist out there and how you squeeze the, those in. Um, secondarily, I, I'd say uh, try to tackle a plan for, um, for fitness um, and getting some kind of movement in. The, the movement part ob absolutely helps with the weight loss journey. Um, again, it becomes, a, it's all about calories in calories out, but when we're, we're thinking about long-term health and, and longevity, um, that movement is going to be something that's going to be incredibly beneficial for you and find different ways to mix that in, right? Like get that cardiovascular exercise in, whether you like running or like the elliptical, you know, stationary bike, going for a brisk walk, you know, dancing, capoeira, like whatever it might be, find a way to get that cardio exercise in. And then mix in some resistance training um, because we know, right, that like for for bone density and for for as especially as you age, having some kind of strength background is going to be the most beneficial to you. Um, and then after that is like come up with a plan, come up with a plan for for when you get off of the horse and come on, uh, come up with a plan for staying consistent in that, you know, on that that journey for you. Um, because you might not be the kind of person who's going to work out five, six, seven times a week, um, but two or three might be really sustainable for you and you can commit to making that two or three. So thinking about what's going to work for you at each sort of stage at the journey um, is going to be incredibly important. And lastly, it's about trial and error, right? Like try new things. And um, if you're not great at it, look for guidance, if, especially if you like it. Um, and if you don't like it, try something else. 
um, you know, you have an entire lifetime to to explore your fitness journey. And I don't think that you should, you know, if you hate going to the gym, you hate working out next to meatheads and Instagram models, right? Like, that's not for you, then look for another outlet for you to be able to get that movement in, um, to in order to be able to, to add that to your overall journey. Um, just uh, one quick thing uh, to all the meatheads and Instagram models out there, you know, keep keep doing your thing. Uh, I don't think that's, uh, <laughs> uh, that's it's not inherently a bad thing, but no, of I, course get, not. I get what Rich is saying. Um, yeah, I, I think your, your uh, advice is valid. And then I think once you get, well, I think what's also important to understand is that things change constantly. Yes. Like, I, I know much about what you outline actually probably about all of it and like for example for me what i've done this year is actually stopped uh i stopped tracking my calories uh for the first time in three years and because i kind of know like if i right. eat what what i'm eating and how much it's giving me so without entering numbers it's taken a little bit of anxiety away from me because i was having that relationship with yeah. food for a little bit but in the beginning it was essential for me to understand, wow, I am overeating and I can't believe that I didn't recognize this before by like what's actually going into my body. And now I have an appreciation for how much I can eat before I start to put some, some pounds on, especially right now I'm like taking a break from exercise because I'm a little beat up after training like every single day this past week. Yeah. And, and like, sometimes you have to catch yourself, right? Like, you know, even some of the, the, the fittest people like still have those moments where they're like, Oh, you know, I'm, I'm treating myself a little bit too much. Like I, I spent like the couple weeks after, cause I, I had uh, my wife and I both got COVID um, right before Christmas. And we were just like sitting around the apartment for a couple weeks. I found myself eating way too many cookies for, for a little bit. And I'm like, all right, like I, you know, I kept some of that habit and, you know, and I was like having a couple of desserts for the last, the last couple of weekends. And I looked at myself, I was like, okay, like I've definitely put on like two or three pounds since, since then, like I gotta like get back on the horse, like drop those cookies and like, you know, move on. And so there, there's moments with all of us, right. Where, where we have to to catch ourselves and be like, all right, I gotta be realistic with what I'm doing and re-get back on it myself. And and it's not a, you know, most people I'll say aren't uh, on the horse uh, strictly for an extended period of time. Word. Especially cause I, I know, especially uh, coach Jordan Seda and I have shared a beverage or two in, in the past. Uh, mainly of the non-alcoholic form, though, surprisingly. Yeah, mostly coffee. <laughs> mostly coffee. Uh, shout out Devotion in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, for being the, uh, the center of many intellectual conversations and good vibes. Yes, sir. Devotion, that means give me a free coffee for being uh, yeah, uh, right. <laughs> some free pub here. But anyway, Rich, uh, I'm inspired by your journey. I, I'm grateful to con continue calling you a friend. Uh, and I hope that the listeners can appreciate what you've been through, find some inspiration and, and knowledge, desire from your journey. So if people wanted to get to know more about you or potentially working with you, uh, where can they reach you? 
Uh, yeah, you can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Rich Sabata. That's Rich C E B A D A. Uh, you can also find me on uh, bodegabody.com. Uh, I specialize in helping people discover their inner athlete, um, especially uh, people of color who want to um, maintain a sense of culture and um love for for the foods that they grew up with um but still want to discover that healthiest version of themselves and not necessarily give up on, on their background um so if, if that sounds like you and that sounds like something that, that you'd be interested in reach out to me and, and more than happy to chat i work with people um in person uh at grindhouse in Williamsburg, brooklyn but also with folks online and uh, the name of your podcast is The Fight for Our Health, correct? That is correct. So The Fight for Our Health, um, where I interview folks like Jordan to talk about, you know, how they got to fitness and, and their journeys into fitness, sort of showing that there's there's many different strokes and layers to that, um, but also um, talking through various conversations um, about the various issues that surround health and wellness. Um, things like climate change and things like the poverty line are something that affect a lot of people um, in their fitness journeys. Uh, and, and not everyone sort of has an equitable start to that. And so I, I talk about a lot of those issues as well. And those definitely sound like issues that uh, if the listeners seem to like you, Rich, I might have to bring you back on. Yeah, of course. I man. guess we'll uh, we'll see you in due time. But uh, again, I am. I just want to thank Rich for his time and his energy, his insight. Uh, but that's all we have today, beautiful people. Now get out there and make shit happen. See ya. Thanks for listening to this episode of To Health and Back. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And in the meantime, to connect with Dr. Jordan Seda, you can contact him through all social media networks at dr.jordanseda and online at theabstractphysio.com. Until next time, and remember, if opportunity doesn't knock, build a door. <laughs>